Um, the African National Congress is treating uh, these allegations as allegations at this point in time. Uh, we have no information at our disposal that indicates that members of the ANC would have been involved in the in the in the incidences that uh, occurred last night. Where we are sitting as an organisation, we reaffirm the principle that anybody in this country has a right to a peaceful protest. That includes the opposition, the DA, say South Africa, and anybody else. The members of the ANC thus uh, are expected to, at all times, respect and uphold this right that uh, our people, our people, uh, uh, are entitled to. Um, and I think it's also in that uh, fashion that we are also approaching the planned protests of tomorrow. As the African National Congress, we recognize tomorrow as a normal working day. We are calling on all our members and South Africans in general to continue with their usual activities. However, given the fact that these pl- uh, protests have been planned, we are appealing for uh, calm. We are appealing for uh, a, a, a protest that really uh, 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 does not degenerate in terms of the spirit and the letter of what is supposed to be a peaceful protest. Uh, we have condemned in the harshest possible uh, terms any members of the ANC who are making any calls uh, to pick up arms to defend Lutuli House and any other similar action. In those terms, I mean, we, we've seen the ANC very organized in the, the last few days in getting behind the president. Is it possible to deploy that same sense of responsibility which you're talking about to, to ensure that some members, because we've heard uh, reports that uh, members of the MKMVA uh, perhaps will be traveling up from KwaZulu-Natal to, you know, meet the protesters front on, uh, to get those members to, you know, respect those, those laws and those rights that people have? Um, Stephen, I think it applies both ways, and I think that is why we're making the point that we respect, we'll protect, and we will promote the right for anybody to be involved in peaceful protest. Peaceful protest also demands that um, uh, Lutuli House, the African National Congress's property, and its people should also enjoy the right to safety uh, at the sim- at simultaneously. So, therefore, those who are marching, and I think we'll accept that members of the ANC have often said that these marches by the DA in particular to Lutule House are a provocation. Uh, they are not intended to be anything else but cheaper publicity stunts, and uh, members of the ANC do, do, do take serious exception to that. Having said that, um, we have called on anybody who intends to be coming to, to the House to respect uh, these principles that we have outlined, and that is saying that people do have the right to protest. The march is no longer coming to Lutule House, we are told. The DA will be going uh, somewhere else. So um, when they gather at Lutuli House, let us act in a manner that shows that we are a responsible organization and and, and really respectful of others' rights to to, to protest. Yeah, if they do gather at Lutuli House, because our understanding, and yours as well, is that the march will not reach there. But of course, we don't know what's actually going to happen on the day. I wonder if you can ask ask you, of course, the the news came in today, which has been confirmed that the former Deputy Finance Minister, Mkabisi Jonas, and the former Energy Minister, Tina Jomat-Pedersen, have resigned their positions as MPs. There was indications to begin that people would remain within Parliament and carry on as members. Is there any danger to the ANC about these people leading? What's what's the response from the party? Well, the first thing that we did, Stephen, as an organization was to thank them and express our gratitude for them having served as members of our national executive. We continue to believe that those members of the ANC are not lost to the organization. 
We have received uh, uh, at uh, the Tuli House uh, the resignations from Comrade uh, Dipuo Peter as well as Comrade Tina Jumba Peterson. We don't have at this point a resignation from Comrade Mkadisi Jonas. Now, the way that we understand this, we believe it's an apolitical matter. It is really concerning in the largest part uh, the pension that uh, members of the executive are entitled to vis-a-vis what they would gain uh, if they were then just ordinary MPs. So we, we've understood that. I think the socio-economic circumstances of comrades would lead them to take various decisions at various times. Um, it's, it's not an issue for us. It's not a crisis for us. And we, we are confident to continue to contribute in the structures of the movement. Thanks to uh, Kusela uh, Sangoni, who's a party spokesperson for the African National Congress, uh, to discuss some of the implications of tomorrow's protest and indeed this afternoon's. We're joined on the line by Associate Professor in the Department of Sociology at Wits University, Devin Pillay. Um, Professor Pillay, good afternoon to you. Thank you very much. How important uh, are these uh, marches? I mean, yes, we don't quite know how effective uh, they're going to be, but uh, where do we stand as a nation in terms of these particular protests? Uh, you know, th- this is your, your area. Uh, tell us how big they are. Okay, we seem to... It's going to be um, lining up uh, for the marches, but from what one can gather, um, uh, you know, the South African Federation of Trade Unions seems to be involved with the Communist Party, but a key component of the South African Federation of Trade Unions, the NUMSA, the National Union of, Mine, uh, of Metal Workers, they seem not to be enthusiastic about these marches. Now, uh, and for me, that is a critical factor. Mm-hmm. If the marches are mainly led by middle-class people, whether black or white, um, they are not going to have much of an impact. If the organized working class are a major factor in these marches, they'll have a a significant impact. And that, for me, is is, is a critical um, uh, uh, unresolved issue about tomorrow. Um, So we'll have to uh, wait and see um, to what extent can SAFTU, which is a new federation, Mm -hmm. um, draw a significant number of workers onto these marches if their biggest affiliate uh, you know, NUMSA has 330,000 members. If they are sceptical about it, uh, and there's this interesting debate happening in that sector. So my overall uh, view is that these marches will be significant but not um, decisive. Interesting you brought up the, the, the new trade union federation because I wanted to speak about uh, Kasatu. We've seen an official line that uh, they're behind them. But also potentially, you know, could there be divisions uh, within Kasatu about uh, this as well? Uh, I am sure there would, there would be. Um, we know that how effective the ANC and um, President Zuma in particular, how effective they are in um, bringing people back into the tent, as, we could, as you can see, you know, with the NEC or the NWC, what happened there. And um, as far as Kosata is concerned, they made a very, very bold move to call for uh, President Zuma to um, step down. But I would not be surprised if um, that bold move is being uh, eroded from within. Uh, the Communist Party, on the other hand, are sticking very firmly to their resolve to, to, to call on the president to resign. And the Communist Party has, since um, the formation of COSATU, played a very, very influential role in the, in the federation. Uh, are they still as influential? Um, I think that's an open question at the moment. Mm. 
Absolutely. Now, I mean, yes, clearly, I think we probably all understand that if uh, trade unions and basically the workers of this country, if the workers of this country uh, do join this, then it will potentially turn into something very significant. However, there's a lot of support uh, being shown for the ruling party and particularly the president who's been speaking today about uh, radical economic transformation. It seems to me that uh, one of the biggest divides is actually the understanding of you know, how the economy works, I suppose. I mean, the people who now will be possibly opposing this the most vociferously represent those with the money, with the economy, and, uh, you know, with the, the good positions, whereas potentially the people who uh, will not be supporting it will be the ones who want to get hold of that. I mean, is that the biggest divide? I mean, how, if, if anyone's going to succeed with these kind of protests, surely they have to bring those two worlds together. Well, I mean, the divide is clearly between a faction of the of the ruling party um, that is in league with a family that wants to loot the country, and the rhetoric of uh, radical economic transformation suits them very well because that is a demand that has been uh, made, you know, since uh, 1990. Um, um, that we must have radical economic transformation. So they, they very cleverly uh, use that rhetoric and the rhetoric of the National Democratic Revolution to advance um, a, uh, a predatory agenda. Of course, now that bubble is potentially being burst because the Communist Party say, hang on a second, this is not e- radical economic transformation, this is radical economic looting. Um, and Kosatu seems to be uh, uh, wising up to that. Um, so, it's, so the line-up is very messy um, and, and very confusing as to who is supporting what. So workers and poor people might be, uh, some of them might think they are lining up behind an agenda of radical economic transformation. Um, but uh, the, the reality is, is that they are being taken for a ride. Um, now, can that, but, you know, uh, the, the, the media space has been so uh, distorted and polluted that no one knows what to believe um, if you follow uh, certain media channels and, uh, and, and, the, and the Twitter sphere. So it's a very confusing world out there for the average person who's not on top of the news agenda. Mm. Um, and I suppose uh, th- this illustrates perhaps we've had uh, m- major other crises in the country before. Uh, Marikana springs to mind as uh, one of them. And this, again, uh, I suppose, is a weapon used by the ruling party to, to point to issues which says it's only when uh, capital is involved uh, you know, th- that a certain group uh, start protesting. Yes, yes. And certainly up to now, in all the previous Zumamas for uh, protests, they've been able to successfully say that because Kosatu and the Communist Party have been firmly behind that message. This time around, they are not. Um, they have the Youth League and they have the Women's League and the MK Veterans, all three very tainted bodies, but the Youth League has a some, con- has some constituency. So it's, um, it's uh, that's what I'm saying. We uh, uh, tomorrow is going to be very interesting to see how the forces uh, line up. The fact that there are different marches that you have the Save South Africa coalition going ahead with its uh, uh, march to the union buildings, and the DA having a different march 
uh, in Johannesburg, potentially uh, clarifies issues in many people's minds that, okay, um, the same South Africa, even though at the head of it is Sipo Pichana, who, despite his background, does represent uh, big business to some extent, uh, but it also he really represents a constitutional uh, uh, movement in the, in the country. Uh, but, uh, but you can't study that picture by saying he represents, you know, Anglo Gold Ashanti, so who is he? However, lined up behind him are very credible organizations that have been fighting for uh, people's rights. So um, I think uh, it, it's going to be very different to previous uh, marches. I don't, I, I, you know, since a week ago when all this happened, a lot of people have backtracked, not just the uh, members of the top six. Even Pravin Gordon has backtracked sure. a bit. Um, you have re- resignations from uh, Parliament. Now, Mkabisi Jonas resigning from Parliament is an indication that he's not going to fight this battle within Parliament to get uh, a, a vote of no confidence uh, uh, you know, working um, uh, against the, the president. So some battles seem to be off the table. All we have left now are people's marches. So I think it's going to be uh, interesting to see exactly who comes out tomorrow, uh, and that might uh, give us an indication of where we are.